Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big time player indeed, International Softball Hall of Famer now after being inducted in 2021, a long-time servant of New Zealand softball, a very high-level captain to our side, world champion, and uh, now a Saturday session legend, which surely Grant Elliott will eclipse everything. Welcome aboard to the Saturday session legend in association with Somerset. Rich Gaisley does join us uh, today. Rich, I'd like to know, when you and Grant sat next together at the Halbergs, who talked more about their big hat, your homer or his, uh, you know, <laughs> little, you know, mishit chip over <laughs> mid-on at that basket case of a cricket ground? G'day, Reese. <laughs> yeah, g- g'day, boys. Good, good to talk to you. Um, I, I think it'd probably be fair to say neither of us really spoke about our, uh, our, our little moment in the sun there. It was, just, it was nice to meet Grant and spend some time with him. <laughs> is it nice to hear that clip again? Yeah, I, I suppose it is. And, um, you know, you mentioned the, the Hall of Fame ceremony there a couple of months back. And, um, you know, I, I suppose, you know, at the end of any sporting career or, you know, w- with what we go through as uh, athletes at, at an elite level, it's, it's just a nice time to reflect. And uh, because, you know, I, I don't think uh, we, we give ourselves that opportunity uh, too much while we're still playing, you know. So, um, so yeah, it's certainly nice to, to, to listen to that again. And, um uh, you know, just just think back with fond memories. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you remember of that moment? I, for the for the uninitiated, for the listeners, what, what, it's mm. during the it's during the final. It's one all. Yep. Bottom of the third. Yep. It's, it's a big hit. I, I'm guessing you're as skipper. You, you're trying to keep composed because there's still a long way to go. But you know, just the thrill. Mm. You know, the emotions pulsating through your person. D- describe that when you actually jack it out of the park. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think it's. Um... Well, what I do remember is my first at bat, and I actually struck out with runners on base. And um, you know, I, I just, uh, I guess, uh, I remember um, uh, reflecting on that at bat, and uh, they changed the pitches after that, and, and it was the same guy who we'd faced the night before, and he came at me with the same sequence uh, from the night before when I'd, I'd had a good hit, also. Um, but obviously, just in the moment, and I'm sure Grant will appreciate this. It's, it's almost like. It's almost like you don't feel the ball hit the bat, and it's like you're just floating around the bases, and um, it, it, it sort of goes really quickly, you know. Um, and just seeing the elation on on the crowd, and um, you know the, the teammates coming out of the out of the dugout there, it was uh, yeah, pretty special feeling. Yeah, I I, I can hear exactly the same sort of sentiments, Reese. Um, I think the first thing was relief for me uh, mm-hmm. at the moment, mm-hmm. but then also you mentioned the teammates, and I think. You know, you look at the teammates and how happy they are that, you know, you, you've got the team over the line and it's not about you as an individual at the moment because there's so many other moments that go towards winning a game, obviously. Um, and to, to be able to play in a, a team sport is phenomenal. And yet you were at a young age, I read, um, at Fraser Park looking after the bats for your dad. So you were brought into the game. Your dream started then, didn't it? You were dreaming of, of home runs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had no choice, mate. That was uh, that was always going to be my, <laughs> my destiny, if you like. Um, 
but you know, certainly thankful for that. A lot of fond memories of, of, of being a young fella around the park, and um, you know, obviously as, as many Kiwis do, uh, um, you know, especially in our sport, very family orientated sport. Um, it, it starts with our parents, you know. Well, well, tell us, Barry, right? Barry's your old man's name, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. You know, tell us about their relationship and and how he brought it, you into the sport. Oh man, um, you know, yeah, just. I was always uh, I was always the kid hanging around, you know, um, hanging around Dad and his team, and I just wanted to be one of the guys. Um, you know, Dad was uh, Dad was you know a great father. Spent a lot of time with me uh, as a as a young fella. Uh, he was he was an elite player himself. Uh, had a uh, had a New Zealand trial at one point. Um, played for Hutt Valley for many many years. But um, I, I think I just look back on that, and I just I'm probably just thankful more than anything, and thankful of the time um, the time that he gave me. Um, and and you know, it's certainly uh, certainly, a, a part of what paves the path pathway for me to be a to be a father to my son, you know. So, um, yeah, just thankful, I think, of, of of all that time we got to spend together. Reese, uh, a lot of people don't see the the hard times in sport. I think that they think that you know success is a, a linear line, and you just go from you know great moments, great moments to you know a, a moment like like yours. Um, mm-hmm. But what what do you think added to that moment? You know the the hardships of the game and like pivotal moments in your career that you think added mm. to you getting over the line um, at that moment in time. Oh, what a question! Uh, it's a good one and, and something that I that I reflect on, uh, you know, quite a lot actually, especially of late with the World Cup coming here and uh, with the Hall of Fame induction and, and all the rest of it. But you but you're absolutely right, mate. It's um, it's certainly not a straight line to the top. Um, there are lots of ups and lots of downs. I, I remember in uh, 2004, I actually uh, I, I thought I was at the top of my game. I was playing some great softball, and uh, I was playing in the states. I'd won the, the batting crown at the International uh, Softball Congress, and and I got left out mm-hmm. of the uh, of the World Cup team uh, in 2004, and um, that that was really really tough for me. And I wasn't, uh, I suppose at that time, I probably wasn't mature enough to really be able to comprehend what had happened and why it had happened. Um, I was, you know, I went through all the emotions. Grant, again, I'm sure you've been there, you know, missing out on teams. Um, uh, went through all the emotions of anger and sadness and, uh, you know, just all of that stuff. And I think I came out the other side uh, a lot stronger for it. And I, I think, again, when I reflect back and, and, and the pathway that the Black Sox especially have taken to becoming a high-performance team and really understanding what high-performance is, I, I think... I think a lot of uh, teams these days make the mistake of, of of talking about high performance, but not really understanding it. Um, because I'm a big believer that high performance is not actually uh, the result, uh, not winning. That, that that's the outcome of high performance. Um, and I think high performance for me really, uh, if if I look back, it's really it's actually preparation and it's a mindset. Um, so, you know, we, we took a um, we took a a, a huge bumpy road from 04, 09, traveling, you know, every other month, um, trying to become a high performance team. Um, did we ever get there? I, I think we were close. Uh, I don't think we ever really got there. We won the World Cup. Um, but I don't think we, we actually quite got there. Um, and, and I think these boys, the, the, the journey that these boys have taken in the last probably, you know, six years since I retired, um, obviously with Mark at the helm, uh, I, I think they've taken taken some some further steps towards that so um yeah you're you're right it's 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 certainly not a a straight line um there are lots of ups and lots of downs but in 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 essence missing out on that team in 04 i I think made me a stronger person and player well well, that's really that's really honest to say you never hit those heights even though 
you did hit some sensational heights as a team. So mm, mm. where where did you fall short, you think? Yeah, I, I think we um, we had a lot of, uh, and, and this might be a little bit controversial, but hey, this is what it is. Well, we had a lot of, uh, our, between our team and our organisation was very disjointed. Um, right. You know, during during the years that I was the captain. Uh, we, we went through a lot of turmoil with, with, our, with our front office, um, you know, from... Uh, just just sponsorship to performance enhancement grants, you know everything that the government was doing for us, um, and I think we got, we got we got really caught up in that, uh, no more so than me. And um, you know, again, upon reflection, uh, would I have taken a different path? I, I don't think I would have, uh, but I don't think we had the we had the absolute support around us to allow us to become that high performance, high functioning team. Were we a good team? Yeah, we were a great team, um, and and we were. Um, you know, we were on top of our game when we needed to be. Uh, and did we have high-performance players? Absolutely. But, uh, I, you know, like I said before, just because you win, it doesn't make you high-performing. I think that's an outcome. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, I, I think you could you could look at a lot of teams, and, uh, and especially New Zealand national teams, uh, are they high-performance teams? And if you really break that down to what it means, I, I think you'd come up with some, um, some probably some pretty, some pretty funky answers. Reese, um, I, I, you're very team focused. I completely understand that um, it is a team game after all. Captain on the side, you, mm. you sort of takes you, you know a holistic approach to it. Can we just rewind to 2004 and missing out? Um, mm. Didn't take it well. You probably deserved uh, to be there. You probably thinking at your young tender age. What mm. happens in the immediate aftermath? Do you tools down it? Yeah. Do you go train harder? Yep. How does that yep. impact on you? Yeah, good, good question, Dan. Um, I, I remember I was in New York actually when I got the phone call. Uh, I was playing uh, playing over there. I was in upstate New York, uh, just living at the apartment we were in at, the, at that time, and I got a phone call from um, from Don Tricker. Um, and when when Don called me, I, I kind of knew because back then it was the coach who called with the bad news, right? And and the manager would call the guy <laughs> with the good news. So um, yeah, when when Don called me, it was kind of a little bit late in the piece. The team was supposed to be named, uh, I think, a day or two later. And I'd sort of been waiting by the phone for, for a long, long time. And uh, when I say a long time, a couple of days, you know, anticipating a call. Um, and then, yeah, when, when when I picked up the phone and Don was on the other end, my heart, I, rem- I just remember distinctly my heart just sank. And, um, and I knew what he was going to say. And... Uh, I remember um, I actually hung up um, when, when Don, when he broke the news to me, I hung up um, and hung up on him while he was still talking. Wow. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, again, immature, uh, you could say disrespectful, mm-hmm. but I, I, I was, I was, I was heartbroken, you know, I thought I'd done what I needed to do to be there. But um, again, reflecting on, on who I was as a person, I think back then and, 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 and as a player, um, you know, uh, obviously, there were, there were some things that those guys didn't like about me uh, in, the, in the team. Had I done enough physically in terms of my stats and, and everything? Absolutely. Of course I had. I'd, I'd probably perform better than some of them. But, um, you know, those guys um, those guys went out and won that world championship. So um, yeah, yeah. what... What 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 beef did I have? You know, the the, the right team was selected, and, and I wasn't part of it. Um, I think in the immediate aftermath, to answer your question directly, Dan. Uh, yep, anger. Yep, um, I've had a gutful. Want to come home. Um, but you know that 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 was short lived, um, and it did. It made me work harder, uh, and I worked I worked harder than I ever had in that next five year period because uh, there was an Olympic uh, there was an Olympic cycle in there somewhere. So we didn't have a World Cup for another five years. 
Um, yeah. So I had a long time uh, um, to, to, to sort of get back on the horse, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I did. I worked incredibly hard for those five years. And I was living in New York then, um, and, and I travelled everywhere. I came back to New Zealand for camps, games, everything it was. I'd done whatever was asked, asked of me, and, um, and, and I think I performed at a pretty good level. And uh, obviously made my way back in, you know. Reese, I think one of the things that's true testament to a champion, and I, I believe a high-performance uh, athlete, is the fact that you were able to get rid of the resentment and the anger and being or feeling that you were let down um, at that moment in 2004 to now, like I can hear it, you're a team player. How difficult mm-hmm. is it to not go internal and have that resentment towards coaches, towards a sporting organisation? Because I've been there myself. Because yeah, well, you both play sports mm. that are bizarrely individually focused but are team sports, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, eventually yeah. I, I reached that stage and I, I you know, I, I can hear with, with Reese that I relate to that. I finished my career as trying to be the best team player I could possibly be. But how difficult mm. is that hurdle and how necessary is it at high performance, to have people that are selfless that are just playing for the team. Yeah, I, I think it's absolutely critical, right? And, and um, you know, we spoke to you before about high performance not being about a result, about it being a mindset. Um, and that mindset in, in a team sport actually has to be about what's best for the team, you know? Uh, so when, once mm. I... Once I really understood, well, I thought I understood what uh, what being a high performance athlete and team member was. I, it, it, it actually become quite. It was almost like a moment of clarity for me, and and uh, and I, I understood. Um, although I never really spoke to Don again uh, about that uh, about that non-selection. Um, and Don and I talk fine now when we see each other. Um, you know, our, our yeah. relationship is, is fine. Um, but yeah, there was there was certainly. Just, just a moment of clarity where I understood what being mm. a good teammate was all about, and and I wasn't named captain until after the 2009 World Series, so I did have, I guess I had a bit of time uh, to still be just a player in in those five years, and, and and I worked my way up through the you know through the ranks and through the became part of the senior leadership team and and all the rest of it, and and, and I'm very thankful for that because my pathway to the captaincy um, was through. You know, through guys who who are absolutely idolised as players. You know, I got to play with Thomas Markia, Jared Martin, Donny Hale. You know, all all of these guys who were just in my eyes, um, just fantastic players and really just good and great ambassadors for our sport. And um, and I think by the time I got the captaincy, those guys were still in the team. And 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 it actually it actually made a, a much smoother transition for me, um, being through what I'd been through in '04 and then having that five year period to '09. Um, so yeah, that was that was, that was pretty special. Reese, uh, so that moment in 2004, you don't believe that you would have got over in that moment in 2013 had you not had that letdown? Because I think that that's the important thing that uh, fans don't see and maybe athletes don't realise at the time is that overcoming those hardships and that resilience to then reflect can actually have yeah. uh, a, a huge effect on your your career. Oh man, um, you know, Grant, you probably know more than most, or more than a lot of people. There's, there's a lot of darkness, right? Um, there's a lot of darkness yeah. in professional elite sport, and um, and it's how you deal with that darkness. And it's actually, it's actually about, uh, and this is a bit of a, a bit of a buzzword, but about embracing it, you know, and and understanding when you're there and what yeah. it takes to get out of it. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, would that moment have happened? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> who would ever know? But I, I certainly think yeah. that, um, it gave me a good armour to deal with 
to deal with a lot of the scrutiny that was going on at that time, you know, especially with our organisation, um, not being, you weren't performing great going into a World Series. Um, I, I think I always had a pretty, after that moment, mate, I, I just sort of, I felt like I had a unique ability to, um, just stay between the lines uh, within our sport. And sure, we deal with a lot of crap off the field, especially in a, in a leadership captaincy role. But, you know, I, I, I had a I had a really good sense of the white line fever, you know, and I, I knew how to stay there. <laughs> so we talked about the downtimes. I want to talk about the ups. That The paths must be so great, though, when you've worked for something for so long, your whole mm. life, starting off, you know, at your club around your father, and then you, you have huge disappointment about going to World Cup. 2009, mm. of course, you, uh, the side loses to Australia. We hate losing to Australia at anything, let alone <laughs> softball. Um, but 2013 yeah. in Auckland, what, what's that payoff like? You hit the home run, you're up by three against Venezuela. Jeremy Manley mm. takes care of the rest, pitches a, a complete complete game, I think it was. There's that great yeah. image of you and, and your boy, the magnificently named Danny, isn't he? Uh, on on yeah, your shoulders, yeah. man. Like, ha- How amazing is yeah. that as an experience? Oh, yeah, I think, you know, it's hard to put that into words, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I remember my brother-in-law, he threw Danny over the fence, uh, soon as, you know, when we were doing a bloody tour of the of the park afterwards. And, and that was that was just a pretty, pretty neat moment. Uh, and, and, you know, we've got that photo on the mantelpiece uh, above the fireplace at home. And, uh, it, it, it's certainly nice. And, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a talking point for, for him, you know, for his friends and stuff. Uh, not so much for me, but... Um, it, it, it's, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, you mentioned a couple of athletes for Jeremy in particular. Uh, you know, Jeremy was instrumental in, in that thing, and he'd been through some really dark times as well. Uh, it took us a mm. lot to get to get him right. It took himself a lot to get him himself right. He was a, just a fantastic pitcher, and um, you know, one of the best in the world. Um, did did he did he uh, um, give it up too too early? I, in my humble opinion, absolutely he did. But he, he'd done what he needed to do, um, and he took us took us to the top of the mountain. You know. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty neat. International Softball Congress Hall of Famer now. Um, <laughs> wow! Um, yeah. uh, uh, inducted alongside Travis Wilson. So I think mm. you guys are the eighth and ninth New Zealanders to to enter that very very rare group. What's that whole experience like? It must be quite bizarre and surreal, and you know, explain yeah. it to us. Yeah, I, I think it is, and. Um, you know, we, we hear, uh, you know, hear, hear athletes talk all the time about, you know, you don't play for individual accolades and you would think to yourself as Hall of Famers. It's absolutely true. I mean, we don't, right? Um, but what a, what an incredibly humbling experience, I think, just to be, uh, to, especially to go in with my good mate Trev, um, you know, on, on the same day, same year. Uh, you know, we played a lot together. We spent a lot of time together. He's, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, fantastic dude. Um, but, yeah, I think um, probably the biggest thing, for me was how special it was for my family um, because, you know, yeah. as much as we go through a lot of dark times and all the rest of it, um, they're actually the ones that are picking up the pieces behind you, you know? Um, and, and, and for, uh, for that to happen, for me to get that awesome honor, um, I, I was probably just more, more thankful for them. I, I think than anything else. Uh, Reese, I, I had the, um, the honor of having Trav as our fielding coach when I played for, yes. for the Black Caps. And um, yep. one of the stories about Travis is we were at the Sky Stadium, then the Westpac Stadium, and uh, Craig McMillan was one of the people, one of, I think, two people that had hit the ball out of the stadium. And yep. um, it was Andrew Simons and him. And everyone said, oh, well, it's a massive hit. We're looking at it from the mi- middle. And Trav just said, 
oh, it's not that big. And we're like, oh, <laughs> come on then, mate. You go. You have a go. So someone under underarmed the ball to him, and he just softball, baseball, smashed it yeah. into the railways. And then he ran the diamond. <laughs> and it was, it was so funny. But, I mean, how, how talented was Trav as a player? I, I tell you what, Travis Wilson was an absolute freak, mate. Uh, I, I mean, he was, uh, yeah, he was, he was a special, special player. He had a, just uh, you talk about that swing there, and I can just see him swinging that cricket bat and hitting the ball out of the stadium. He just violent yeah. <laughs> flick that was just going to kill anything right in front of it. Um, <laughs> but he was, he was, um, he was, you know, he's a, two years older than me, um, and I remember growing up and you know, everyone was talking about this, this Travis Wilson guy and. He was certainly a guy who we sort of, you know, all kind of idolised, even though we're close to the same age. He was he was that good, um, and for for him yeah. to go as far as he did in in professional baseball and major well not major league baseball but in, in professional baseball, um, having only ever picked up a baseball bat from sixteen year old or seventeen whatever he was when he got done wow. with the World Series in Michigan, um, you know, and if he was with any other organisation, he would have been playing in the major leagues. But that was right when the Atlanta Braves, very were, true, you know. On, on on their run and uh, they were a dynasty although they only got the one World Series but uh, yeah if Trav had been with anyone else he, he would have been a big leaguer and, and, and certainly um, would have spent a lot of time there I think Tell you what Max again at AAA means you're a damn fine baseball player um, you know to be that yeah. close uh, in, incredible yeah, absolutely, and, and he made a couple of all-star teams too, right, um, with the Braves. Uh, he, he's got a lot of good stories um, about his time with Atlanta and uh, just, just the organisation, the people that he got to to, uh, to to interact with and meet, play with. I mean, just some of the stories he's got about Bobby Cox, their, their legendary manager, is, is pretty special. Um, but, yeah. you know, un- unfortunately for Trav, it was the Atlanta Braves that, that, uh, that, that, that drafted him, and um, <laughs> he, he never quite got that opportunity, you know. Yeah, it was in the Florida Marlins or something. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, used to sell their team every two years. He would have no doubt got, got a, a call-up. Um, Reese, your association to sport these days, explain it to us. I, I think you're out with one of your kids today at a regatta, being super dad as usual. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. my daughter, um, she, she rose for Petonia Rowing Club. Uh, unfortunately, the regatta was cancelled because of this, because uh, uh, I think you said, it, what is it, raining medals or something in Wellington today, Dan? Yeah, yeah. yeah, raining, raining um, trophies again. Yeah, you know what yeah, it's yeah, like, mate. Yeah. It's like softball season. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, the regatta was cancelled. Um, yeah, my son, is uh, he plays softball, plays baseball, rugby, uh, all, all the rest of it. Um, you know, I've been I've been involved with coaching uh, with the kids for a long, long time now. Love doing that. Um, you know, so so yeah. In terms of my involvement, not not a whole lot at the highest level anymore. Um, just uh, I, I get most of my enjoyment out of the kids these days, and um, and just being around the field. You know, watching them have fun and and, and do their thing. Hey, Reese, twenty twenty two. We've got the World Champs coming here in November. Um, how are we looking, uh, New Zealand, after the disappointing 2019? Yeah, good question, Grant. Um, you know, 2019 was obviously super disappointing. Uh, you know, the worst result uh, in, in a long, long time for our boys. And, and I know they're hurting from that. Um, uh, and, and that's something they certainly want to make right. Uh, I speak to quite a few of them regularly. Um, and they're firmly focused on, on the job at hand. Uh, I think starting in three or four weeks' time here. Um 
Uh, in terms of our chances, yeah, I mean we're, we're we've got just as good a chance as anyone. Uh, are we are we the the the, the hands down lockdown favourite like we always would have been in the past? No, absolutely not. Um, I think uh, you know we've, we've just got to get through uh, get through the pool stages and get into that knockout uh, knockout game, and, and and that'll be that'll be in a position um, where where nobody want to play us. I, I think, um, you know, similar, probably similar to the New Zealand cricket team when they go to any sort of World Cup. Uh, nobody wants to play them because they sort of get to the final. And it's kind of yeah. it's kind of the same with the Black Sox. Um, they're, they're, if they can get yeah. through those early stages um, and, and get to that knockout play uh, in, in pretty good shape, uh, I think that'll obviously buoy their confidence. Um, great young team. A lot of talent in there in terms of talent across the park. Um, you know, they're certainly as good as anyone. Uh, the pitching will be very interesting for me. Uh, they've named a couple of frontline pitchers, Josh Kettit and, uh, and, and Dan Chapman uh, from Auckland. And, uh, yeah, if those two boys can j- just have a week, um, you know, I, I think they'll be hmm. in good shape. I, I, I really do. Uh, but with any, any sort of World Cup, you, you need a bit of luck, right? Um, and, and things have got to go your way. It's whoever's the best for that, that eight-day period. Well, Reese, it's always a treat to deal with you, mate. You're so uh, fantastic. Do appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for your honesty. Uh, I hope uh, some players who may have missed out this week in making a squad for uh, the tournament uh, can take on board what you said. There, there, there are lot, lots of good stuff in there. So uh, thanks so much, Reese. Yeah, amazing, Reese. Oh, uh, absolutely yeah, awesome you. to speak to you and have you on the show. Um, you know, to go from being the bat boy for your dad's team being paid in lollies, um, <laughs> I heard, to, uh, you know, World Championships, Hall of Fame, and now uh, looking after your own your own kids who um, no doubt you're just departing that love of sport and resilience that you've shown in your career. It's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, boys. Honestly, humbled to be on this segment. Uh, I love the work you guys are doing, and thank you for putting the spotlight on our sport as well for, for, for a short amount of time. So I uh, love your work, boys, and thanks for having me on. Reese, you're a good man. Appreciate that. Anytime.